Hey Raiders family, it's Berkey and welcome to my big Berkey's preview of the Dragons round 18 game uh, for my top 10 for this week. Hope you've all had a great week actually. Uh, I can't believe we're three weeks away from finals time. Uh, we're right in the mix. We probably need a couple of um, results to go our way the next few weeks to get that top four, but not insurmountable, particularly if Penrith can knock Para over tonight. We get over St George tomorrow. Um, we're pretty close in for and against as well. So there's still a really good chance um, that we can get a top four spot and that home semi advantage into the finals. But guys, let's dive into the top 10. Um, I've gone for a couple of duos with St George who lead the top 10 this week. So first of all is Paul Vaughan and Tyson Frizzell. Now these guys work very well in tandem together. Um, so what will probably happen Vaughan will take a very strong ruck down behind the markers on the right edge, which is Tyson Frizzell's side. Um, he'll try and get a very quick play of the ball, Vaughan, which he does very well. He actually lands on his stomach. Probably is uh, probably the better of the front rows in the comp who can land on his stomach and get a quick play of the ball. From there, Hunt will usually hit Tyson Frizzell. Same angle. Same type of idea down behind the ruck with a quick play of the ball. So they'll go one-two usually with them uh, in their set of six just to get some roll and momentum on. If Frizzell gets a quick play of the ball, they will then hit probably Clune or Dufty or Norman out the back to try and catch our edges not getting back quick enough or a bit lazy and try and hit the 10-metre channels. Now, St George are very, very good at the moment on hitting the 10-metre channels. What I mean by that, the sideline and that 10-meter arc is where they really play, they really go for a lot of their attack with Lomax and with Aiken and with Dufty, which I'll cover shortly. That's where they really try and open up a lot of sides on that edge, particularly Lomax with his left-hand flick out the back can really do some damage. So we've got to be careful of the Vaughan-Frizzell duo. We've got to win that battle with them, slow them down, try and get them on their back um, to make sure that, they, that we win the ruck and we can get our defence back in time. Number two, I've gone for Cam McInnes on his own. He's their captain. He's, he's their hooker. Sorry, he's their lock, should I say. But he's also very inspirational. He will chase all day. He never gives up. Um, he's got a massive heart. Underrated player, in my opinion, but he really lifts his side with inspirational plays, charge downs, um, uh, repeat sets of tackles, two or three tackles. So he's very, very inspirational to his side and brings a lot of momentum to those guys with that type of play. You can't really – he's not going to be a massive match winner, but some of his actions can inspire his teammates to consolidate as one and win games as a team. Very good player. Clune and Dufty at number three. Now – I'm expecting Clune, Hunt, Dufty to really work in tandem, tandem together. Um, so we just got to be very careful, particularly of Clune, with what I said earlier about the Vaughan-Frizzell combo. Clune will try and hit Dufty if they win that battle. Clune will try and hit Dufty, particularly out the back running at speed, um, and then try and pick up Lomax and so on. So we just got to be very, very careful of, once again, giving St George that momentum in that ruck area to get some attacky rage, which they did against us the last time we played. So they are definitely a danger, the Clune-Dufty scenario. And Dufty usually hits Lomax with a long ball or a second phase ball to try and get Dufty outside the wing with his one-arm flick. Got to be very careful of those plays tomorrow, guys. And Corey Norman at number four. Once again, we'll float around. Norman's big... Um, 
his big plus is he plays very slow to the line. So he doesn't go up to the line very fast, um, but that's a real trap that we sort of back off watching what he's going to do. We can't ball watch with Corey Norman. We're, we've got to get right up in his face running and take away his ball management as well. So we've just got to make sure that we're onto him big time. Okay, uh, let's come to us, shall we? So looking at us, Starling Havili, um, I'm not... I'm not saying I'm loving Tom Starling starting the game, to be honest with you. I think the Havili-Starling combo with Havili starting the game and then Starling coming on was working far better than starting Tom Starling, to be honest with you. So I hope it works, obviously, but I'm just a little bit concerned with um, Starling getting the big impact early straight from the game, the likes of Vaughan and Frizzell and those guys. I prefer to see Starling coming off the bench, to be honest with you, when the St George bench players come on. Uh, I think Starling can do a lot more damage coming from the bench than starting the game. But the trickiest decision is obviously seeing, seeing things that we're not in in starting Tom instead of Harvilli. Young and Corey Harawira and I have gone at number six. I think these guys, again, tomorrow could really have a big impact for us off the bench. St. George don't have a very mobile pack, in my opinion. Uh, I think our guys are far better footwork than the St. George starting front rowers and starting pack and their bench. So I think um, Hudson and Corey can really make some impact, quick play the balls, using their feet, not running through the guts, but I'm looking at them running through the edges once Vaughan has a break, and Frizzell might even have a break as well. So I think Hudson and Corey can really do some damage with their quick feet and quick play the balls tomorrow in tandem. Croker and Vill and and Villi and Semi um, Villiami, I think Sir George would have watched videos to be honest with you of the kicking game of the drag of uh, of the Roosters last weekend, um, which causes a few heartaches. Jared and Semi are not the greatest ball takers. Um, particularly standing still waiting for the ball to come down. I think Hunt and Clune and Norman will have noticed that and will do a lot of cross kicks for Aiken, Lomax as well, who's a very tall guy, can get up above them. So we just got to be really careful. We get some really good protection around Jared and Semi, particularly the likes of George, Jack, Elliot, uh, Jordan, those types of guys to get them protection because I think St. George can see a bit of a weakness there at the moment. And we'll try and isolate those guys with a lot of cross field kicks tomorrow. Number eight, I've gone for Tarpany and Bateman on the edge on the edges. I can see these guys doing a hell of a, hell of a lot of damage tomorrow to St George if we win the ruck. If we play smart, don't go through the middle. I think St George are very vulnerable on those edges. Clune's not a big defender. Norman's not a big defender. Um, so we just got to use our brains and now and try and get. Tarpany and Bateman to isolate the smaller defenders in attack particularly uh, and really work them over with some quick play of the balls and make them do repeat sets, or repeat tackles two or three times. I think those guys running edges tomorrow will have a really massive impact and will go a long way in securing us to two points. Um, so we just got to play smart with those guys and get them wide. Number nine, I've gone the lull, um, particularly against the Roosters. Um, and even probably the Gold Coast a little bit, actually looking back to that game as well, we had like a 15, 20-minute lull where we just got to be careful that we come out of it or don't have it for as long. What I mean by the lull is where we um, make mistakes, uh, our line speed slacks off, we don't chase as hard from marker to get to the kickers, um, we wait 
we wait for them to run to us. So we just go through that bit of a period, which most most sides do, mind you, go through that period of of, uh, of energy has just died off a bit. So we've got to make sure that that lull I'm talking about does not last a long time. Um, with the in these last three games, we can't really have lull periods in semis of, of 15, 20, 25 minutes where we're just going through the motions in a game. We've really got to be switched on and have a player or players that gets us out of that lull with something that lifts the rest of the team. And number 10, I've gone for control. So these games I don't like. Uh, St. George have nothing to lose. The Warriors next week may be playing for a spot in the top eight. Cronulla, once again, could be playing for a top eight spot. But they're just real danger games of us not preparing as well as we should. Um, you know, thinking about finals or thinking about next week or so on. So we just got to make sure we control the game with our uh, with our attitude, our communication, our ability. Uh, you know, we're a very good side, and we have to play like we are a very good side, and we have to play with a bit of a little bit of arrogance uh, that you know we can control this game. And if we go through our systems and processes, we should come away with the two points. But it's a danger game. So Raiders fan, that's it for my top 10 this week. Thank you so much for your support as always. Uh, looking forward to this game. Hit me up on Facebook or Twitter uh, with any queries you want to talk about. And as always, guys, this is Berkey. Lee Green, out.